When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. Just distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. I, I, I can have it. You, you, no, no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline. And deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Hey folks, it's that time of year to be shooting your bow in preparation for the fast approaching opening day of archery season here in Pennsylvania. If you haven't been down to Williams Archery Pro Shop and Indoor Range yet, get off the couch and head down to Edinburgh, PA. They've been in business for 29 years and they specialize in bow tuning and hands-on shooting lessons. It's a family-owned bow dealership who offers Hoyt, PSE, Bear, Parker, and more. Don't forget your archery accessories and arrows when you stop in to see Ron and Linda Williams. Give the shop a call at 724-667-9660. And make sure you tell them you heard about Williams Archery on the Whitetail Distraction Podcast, and they will get you set up. Welcome to Episode 9 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and join me today in the studio and always, Charles Hedlund. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. What's going on, my man? Oh, man, just hanging out. Got to shoot my bow tonight. It was good. We shot together tonight. We did. It's the first time all summer. It's true. No. Well, okay, we did go on that shoot. You're right. We did go shoot a 3D shoot together. Yeah. Other than that, this is the first time we've practiced for archery season. Correct. For killing things. That is correct. Yes. So, I actually got in the woods again today. And, okay, let's think. So, today is Wednesday. Podcasts will come out tomorrow, Thursday. If anybody is in the local area, it is apparently too hot for kids to go to high school for the full however many hours they're there now. And they actually dismiss kids early. So, it was too hot for them to sit in a classroom with fans on and air conditioning in certain rooms. But myself, I was out in the woods putting up a stand because I'm a badass. You know it, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I've never sweated more in my life. Now, what, me and you went out there the other day, too. On Monday. We got crushed. It was hot. It was really hot. hot. But it's a heat wave, and we still need to get stands in in the woods, so I'm not mad about it. Yep. I had a little fun today. Me and Joe went out, my younger brother Joe. We went out, put up a stand, 
boy, was that an adventure. It was, it was kind of wild, not going to lie. I can get into that, though, if you want. You certainly can, and we can talk it's a gonna little be bit a little second bit. about uh, what, what we saw on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So today was a nightmare. I went to hell and back today. We started, we went out, we bought a hang-on stand. He had to move where he shot his buck out of his ladder stand last year. We were going to put a hang-up in because it wasn't the ideal setup, but it worked for him last year, time needing. So we went up there, we, we got my brother Russ's quad, loaded it up, went to Dunham's, got a new stand, got out to the spot. Stands needs put together. We don't have the tools. I thought there was a socket set in my dad's truck. There was not. So we got those little chintzy wrenches that they give you in a setup we're putting them together in blazing heat and it's we tried getting out early and now by now it's like 11 30 i think it got up to 94 Ugh. today and the real feel was like 99 i heard something at one like point. that yeah brutal i was dripping off of every part of my body putting this thing together in the blazing sun we finally get it all put together get the quad up try to get up the hill a different way here there's just trees down everywhere so we we backed out went up a different path Still trees down everywhere. We're clearing the lanes out, so here we are. We're already sweating. We're already dirty, nasty. We're moving logs off the roadway, getting up to the top of the hill. Now we get to the top of the field, and the farmer planted the soybean all the way up to the woods. So there's literally just brush and crap everywhere, like as high as your head, and we're driving through it with the quad. Get all the way into a stand, get everything put up. And, I mean, I, I kid you not, we got him in a good spot, but he owes me one. Because <laughs> it well, was brutal, man. You know, it, <clears throat> you just gotta shoot a buck in like the nastiest spot this year and be like, bro, yep, you gotta help me get it out. <laughs> yeah, he owes me one big time. That's all right. I'm but sure Monday, pay back. see, we didn't we didn't really scout or anything today. We already knew it was a good area. We just put up a stand. But Monday, you and I went out. We did a little bit of a card pull. You want to talk about it? We did do a card pull, and my trail cam saga continues. <laughs> So my camera took pictures for about the first eight days, and it soaked for about a month. And there was quite a few deer on. I was I was shockingly surprised how many deer were on for eight days. A couple decent bucks. Couldn't really tell if they were shooters or not, and then absolutely nothing. You picked a really bad time to try out a, a cheap camera. I did. I wanted to try out a cheap camera, and, you know, it's like the saying goes, you get what you pay for, <laughs> man. It, yeah. Yeah, the $28 Walmart camera didn't pay off. Mm -mm. We, you probably lost, I don't even, you probably lost like 100 pictures, I would say. I mean, you had, in eight days, I'll bet you had 60 pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we missed a ton of Missed ton a of ton. I, I mean, mean, those but... deer didn't just stop coming. Plus, when we walked in through that area, before we took the camera down, it didn't take our Walked picture. right in front of it, didn't do anything. Yeah, so I'm bummed about that. But you know what? I heard a couple people using it, and it worked fine, and mm -hmm. it's in a spot where... It has potential to get stolen, so I didn't want to put up one of my better cameras, so I put up that cheap camera, and it didn't get stolen, but it didn't take the pictures I wanted either, so. Yeah. Well, we reset it. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> it, yeah, it, we'll find out. It might it might be fine now. Who knows? Maybe the heat was affecting it. I don't know. Maybe don't a rainstorm affected it. You know, we put it back up, tested it. It was working fine. Yeah. So. We'll see. I don't know. There was plenty of deer moving through there, so that's. Good that's, sign. Yeah, that's fine. Real good fine sign. I mean, that buck, even though it was, like, all pixelated. Not, look like look pretty like nice buck, buck. Yeah, yeah so you're in a good area man yep yep well episode nine man who do we have on tonight we have my ex-boss miss is angela shields here with us in the rack shack she comes all the way from cochranton huh quite a drive yes it is quite a drive <laughs> well fast, though. 
That's fine. You drive really fast, so that's probably why it didn't take you so long. No, I didn't, Mom. <laughs> and husband. Hi, Mom. <laughs> yeah. But your Jeep probably yelled at you the whole way, didn't it? Oh, it did, yes, because it's set to go off at four miles over the speeding limit. So. Yeah, that thing's a little bit annoying. But yeah. it is nice, though, if you start just drifting off and not paying mm-hmm. attention. It's like, you are going... 10 miles over the speed limit. Yeah, Lucy. <laughs> the Lucy. speed limit is 65 miles per hour. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, Ange, welcome to the Rack Shack. Uh, Angela and I, like I said, she was my former boss at my last job mm-hmm. up in Franklin, PA, at an accounting firm. Yes. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead and get into what you're doing now and what's oh, going on hey. in the life of Ange. Oh, it's totally different since the last time we saw each other. That's right. right. I think I left. Yeah, you were still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I uh, joined up with a partner and have my my own CPA firm in Seneca, PA now, which is just 10 miles or so from Franklin. Uh, completely different world, completely different work, but it's fun. It's enjoyable. It gives me more time to hunt. There's uh, nothing yeah. wrong with that. that yeah. That's no. why you picked it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No. <laughs> Stress. Life. <laughs> yeah. No, it was definitely a good change yeah. for no, you. It, and, it uh, is good. It's perfect. It's helped everything. So yeah. it's going good. well. It's going very well. It's going better than I expected, I would say. Good. Like, kind of, kind of like uh, something's going to happen because it's going so well. Like, you know, too good to be true. But I hope not. It's just the way it's going to go. Yeah, no, it's not always too good to be true. I mean, good people deserve good things, hey, right? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it, it's it's going good for you. Uh, things are great. You're going to be able to uh, hunt more now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm from That's my pop. Right. Open the pop. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. <sighs> you can do whatever you want on this. It's not a problem. Or so, sody pops. So yeah. if you're up in Seneca or anywhere up north from where we record at, Hit up Ange yeah. if you need an account. Yeah, yeah. Can I say the name? Absolutely. Oh, go for it. Give him a shout out. Richard Shields and Company, PC. There you go. Yeah. There Great. you go. Give him a hit up and yeah. uh, she'll if hook you up. If you tell her that you heard about this on the <laughs> oh. White Tail Extraction Podcast, she will give you $1 off your taxes. <laughs> if you tell me you heard that, well, wait, I better not. I better be careful. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you $20 off. Ooh. How about that? I was going to say 100 but that's a little too much. Yeah. yeah. That's, that could be someone's whole bill. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's the best offer we've gotten so far from a from a person to come on. So oh, I guess. That's a good point. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll talk about a sponsorship after the episode. <clears throat> Let's do it. <laughs> very cool. Okay. Very cool. Oh man. All right. Let's get into hunting then, I guess, huh? Uh so sure. Ange. Chuck. E. <laughs> Cheese. You got you were talking we were talking a little before this. You got into hunting, started rifle hunting in what, two thousand and seven? Yep. Why yeah. don't you go ahead and get into kind of the background of what got you into hunting and maybe growing up you grew up in franklin right? i did yes so and i hunted when i was little i guess with my dad but um we had one bad experience with my sister and she wanted to see if the gun was still unsafe so i'm not gonna go so that was her last time hunting as well as mine (laughs) with him because actually i just went out with him last last season so he he trusted me again to go so (laughs) safety first kids yeah so i didn't hunt very much i i always around people that I did. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> that sounded like the bell to the school. Um, but then when I got with my husband, he, um, I, I like to say it's because he just wanted to spend every waking hour with me. He got me into rifle hunting and was like, come on, you're going to like it. Let's go. And 
So then once I got into it, he kind of stuck me, not stuck me, but my father-in-law started to hunt with me mainly, I think because the first time I went out with my husband, I made way too much noise and he was just kind of like, this is going to be very frustrating. So you're going to sit with dad the first day. <laughs> like, that's all right. I like sitting with dad. Yeah, that's fine. So actually the very first time we went hunting, I saw absolutely nothing. The second time we went rifle hunting, him and I were in a two-man stand, snowing, freezing, uh, sleeping. You know when you wake up and you think you see something in the woods and, and it's nothing? Well, I woke up and I thought I saw nothing and there was this huge, that eight point I showed you, this oh, yeah. huge eight point just sitting down in the valley. And I didn't even have my gun up. I mean, I was just freezing, shaking, sitting there looking. He goes, it's a buck. You going to shoot? I'm like, no, nah, go ahead. <laughs> I was like, I don't even, what, how? So he shot it. It did a backflip. It was awesome. It was the first time. And that's when I was like, oh, okay, this is awesome. I'm, I can get into this. So that so, kind of got you hooked. Yeah. I didn't get anything for the first probably three years hunting. Nothing. Trying to think. Yeah, probably three or four. A lot of it has to do with what, what you know, though. Yeah, yeah you were out yeah. there learning, though. Yeah. You were learning from someone good, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My father-in-law and my yeah. husband both both great mentors and it was my father-in-law who actually said when you get the deer in your sight what are you aiming for i'm like i don't know i see brown i pull the trigger mm-hmm. so that was the very first lesson so here's for an amateur hunter you have to be very specific and tell them every little specific detail like where to shoot the deer on the body what you're trying to do and then once he explained to me you know follow it from the front leg and the corner and boom right there it yeah. was it was on yeah, I Never think studying the anatomy of a deer is actually really important. Oh, my gosh. It's overlooked, though, because, like you said, I've been doing it for however many years. If I try to help a new hunter get into hunting, that's something that I try not to overlook because yeah. you take it for granted. Absolutely. You know, you but gotta, that makes a lot of sense. The best thing to do is to get one of those targets, those 3D targets. Honestly, yeah. that has helped immensely because it's like, oh, that is not where I thought that lung would be. Yeah, so, big time. Shot placement's yeah. crucial. Yeah. Some of those targets aren't the best, and you know they, yeah, they aren't the best, not. but it definitely helps you because it, it will show you, you know, hearts here and lungs are here. It's right. close. You puts know. you in the right direction. Exactly, yeah, right. and that's what it was. It put me in the right direction to right. understand. No, I don't want a gut shot. You know, yeah, right. And I hate wounding. I and I, you know, I didn't get anything, but I definitely wounded. That was the worst feeling in the world, you know, when you're tracking through the woods and you get like three miles in and then it's just no trail at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's That was my first shot. Didn't find her. That sucks. If you hunt enough, you're going to do it, um, you know, even in rifle. People think you can just shoot a deer wherever you want yeah. in a rifle and it's going to go down, you know. But And in some cases, you know, that might be possible. But it usually, is possible. You, you can know. treat them in no man's land and never find them. It, it, there's always a possibility of that. Oh, yeah. Yep. It happens. It happens to the best of hunters. Yep. You know, it doesn't take much. Not at honestly. all. Honestly. But yeah, that's good learning, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was good learning. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't, you know, know right away, mm-hmm. thankfully someone took you under their wing yes. and showed you in the right direction. Yeah. Yep. So that's yeah. good. Again, little things. Don't forget, if you're teaching your wife or your kid how to hunt, it's the little things. The little things. Every yeah. little detail. I agree. 100%. So you've been rifle hunting for a few years. Yeah. Is it this year or was it last year that you're starting to get in bow hunting? I started with a crossbow. Okay. Probably this would be my third year with a crossbow. So first year, same thing, learning, learning, 
learning to be quiet, definitely mm -hmm. not rifle, <laughs> hunted in a blind for most of the season. Uh, the first time we went out, my husband put a climber up above me, so he sat in the climber above me and I sat in the ladder stand. Um, you know, not a very good first season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when he uh, dropped my crossbow out of the tree, <laughs> I, I was hungry, I took some Pop-Tarts, all the you know, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm eating a Pop-Tart. He's like, put it away. <laughs> so I think I've come a long way. Mm -hmm. I, th I, I promised them I wouldn't embarrass them, so I'm sorry. But it was in that same trip. It was like the second to the last day. It was a Friday. I took off work. I remember. I was all excited. <laughs> get there, wake up on time. First, I dropped my coffee out of the stand, get yelled at for my Pop-Tart, and then I dropped my crossbow out of the stand. So... <laughs> Always good for it. And the whole time we're <laughs> walking up through the woods, I'm just apologizing. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll just go to work. I'll just go to work. And he, stop it. Everybody does it. It's learning. <laughs> so he's real patient with me. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. No, you definitely need that. But getting into archery season, you notice the big difference, like you said, between rifle and archery. It's two different worlds. Oh, it's totally two different worlds. It's totally different hunting, in my opinion. Different feeling. Everything's different. Yeah. Yeah. But you're doing it right. See, you're the type of person, which is why crossbows were legalized in Pennsylvania to begin with. They wanted it as a transition weapon. Yes. Someone that would go from rifle to get into archery, they would start with a crossbow because yep. it's easier. It's the same kind of feel. You're pulling the trigger. you got sights mm -hmm. and all that good thing. And now you sent me a picture this year of your compound bow. Yeah, that's exciting. Do you know what it is? What kind of bow it is? It's a diamond diamond yeah it's a diamond yeah. it was a nice yeah it was a nice little bow oh yeah oh yeah it was it's a perfect starter bow mm -hmm. so and that's exactly why we got the crossbow was to see if i would like it right and enough to go out and want to do it and it it was when you see a deer 10 yards from you versus 50 and that feeling that your heart well i don't have to explain that to you guys but <laughs> for those of you who are amateur hunters like myself and haven't gone archery hunting yet when you just can hear it and she's she doesn't even know that you're up there that's the craziest insane. thing ain't it yeah it is yeah. crazy and it then is. you get a cold morning or cold evening and you can see the breath coming yeah. out of your nose yeah i mean it's so close you can see like the little particles on their right you know yeah. on their nose and stuff it's awesome it is and i try to explain that to people too because a lot of my friends rifle hunt and i been trying to get more and more people in archery hunting because they think that all hunting is is rifle hunting oh. you know and i'm like you don't understand yeah. what you're missing and you're missing out the yeah. whole i mean you can extend your season by months and months rather than a two-week period right? really right or some people that just go out first day yeah. you know and they rifle hunt oh. all day long or the first saturday right you know yep. they don't understand like that close up in the fit like you're, you're explaining the feeling yeah that can, feeling is just... You can hear your heartbeat. Oh. Oh, d -d 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 yeah, you think yeah. it's making noise. It's <laughs> right, that loud. Right. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. crazy. That is crazy. I don't even... Re I'm trying to remember why I started archery hunting. Uh, and to be all completely honest, I, I wanted to spend more time with my husband. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, ladies, if you have a problem with your husband during uh, archery season... Start hunting with them. I don't know what my husband would say. He'd probably, no, he, we have fun together. We have fun together. Um, but that's why I got into it, and I didn't really think I'd like it that much, but it it grew on me instantly. And when I was racing home to, to get to my blind without him, I think he got a little jealous, but at the same time, he's proud. You know, he's, do you know what my wife's doing right now? She's freaking hunting. I'm like, sorry, dear. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably excited about that. That's pretty cool, honestly. 
Yeah, and then uh, so now then we had things to talk about in the office. We had oh, stories yeah, to share, yeah. little kinds of stuff to talk about because well, Wendy in our office yeah. hunted with a bow. Yeah, yeah, know? Wendy's very good. Yeah, bow hunter. I mean, she's. Gonna, I go to her for advice. Yeah, I'm going to contact her again. We're going to bring her on. Yeah, too. bring yeah. her up. She'd be a good one. She's got all kinds of good stories. Her yeah. her last story from what two seasons ago? Yeah put a doe down and then this monster came walking up and yep. yelling at her husband through well through text messages i won't uh-huh. i won't tell you sorry wendy I'll yeah <laughs> save your thunder save <laughs> sorry sorry Very she cool. did though we, we always shared stories that was the best part because yeah. we were supposed to be working yeah. but you know we yeah. we'd write off some time and yeah. we'd literally tell like hours <laughs> <laughs> we would tell like an hours long story and i'm like i I mean, she was above me. She was a supervisor, and I'm just sitting there as like a little staff accountant, mm-hmm. thinking, "This is pretty cool." Yeah, Getting paid to talk about hunting Wait, right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best, that man. Is it is. Yeah. You know, we had a good group, though. We had a good circle in, yeah. in the office. We did. Yeah. And but the good part is we're reuniting now, and we're going to tell more stories. Yeah. Who knows? And we're going to get into a story with you because you shot a hammer of a oh, buck last year. My. My very first yeah. legal buck. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. yeah. get into I'll it now? I'll go into it. You want to get into yeah, it now or you want to save it for a favorite hunting story? Is it your favorite hunting story? Well, I have probably about 50 of them, but yeah, it's probably the most comical. Well, let's get into it. We'll get it out of the way. I dig, All right? it. I dig it. Yep. All right. So it's a rifle, hunted with crossbow, all archery. Uh, I got a doe, first doe with my crossbow. So nice. I was still on the high from that and just... Mm-hmm. Going out the first day, my sister-in-law was coming with me. Um, it was a, it wasn't exactly the best day. It was a one-year, two-year anniversary since my father-in-law had passed away. So we all knew that. So the moment was a little somber. You know, we were all just kind of like, let's just go out in the woods and see what we get. So uh, my sister-in-law, she's gonna be mad at me, <laughs> shows up a little late. Uh, so I didn't get into my stand until probably half hour, forty-five minutes. The sun's up. You know, mm-hmm. well, crap, it happens. So we get out into this stand, and I think we were probably there for maybe an hour, if that. And, you know, she's on her phone. We're messing around. We're both on our phones. And I'm like, all right, all right. I call it Deer Highway because they just, right in between my stand and our house, they just go, go, go. So I'm like, all right, you got to put your phone down. You know, they're going to start coming. Come on. You know, in in our area, can only shoot a buck first day. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So that was new. So it was almost kind of like, I don't even want to go. I wasn't even going to go just because I was like not gonna see anything i never see a buck during rifle so we see a couple doe you know she's back messing on her phone she's not really paying attention i'm sorry sarah but you weren't paying attention <laughs> get her so in my my tree stand's big enough you know it's one person on one end one probably five feet six feet long so we had plenty of room where you know we couldn't touch each other but i could signal her that something's coming so i whisper you know there's something out there something coming you know keep your eyes up so Maybe five minutes go by, and I see it coming, and I'm like, here it comes, you know? So I'm already pulled up, like my husband was in my first story, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm already pulled up, and I see it, and as soon as I, I saw it, I thought, is that a stick? Is that a twig? What is that? <laughs> and then I saw it. He just looked right at me, and I was between two trees. It was a V, and she goes, that's a buck. That's a big buck. And I'm like, I know. She's <laughs> like, well, how do you want to do this? You want to shoot, or you want me to shoot? boom 
High shot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I'm like, I'm sorry. I know you're not having a good day, but it was it was already lined up. It was perfect. So it came running right at me. And this time I'm already jumping up and down so bad the stand's shaking. We're about to fall out of the stand. I mean, this sucker needs some work now. I'm jumping up and down, screaming, screaming. And I'm, it, I mean, it's running right towards me. It gets hung up on a tree. And I'm like, I don't think I got it. I don't think I got it. And she's like, there's blood all over the place. It's dead. You got it. So I shoot again. Of course, miss. <laughs> but this time, shaking. So... I'm, I'm like hooting and hollering, texting my husband, you know, big buck down, beep, 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 whatever it is. You got to get up here. You got to get up here. Get up here now because he's, he's all the way down on the other side of the hill. And he, all right, whatever. Not, I'll be there in a little bit. Longest half an hour of my life because, you know, he's got this rule. You shoot, you stay in your stand. Right. You wait. I'm looking right at it, though. I know it's dead. I'm like, screw it. Let's go. Actually, I think it was Sarah. She said, come on, let's go down there. It's dead. It's dead. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> so we get down there. My husband just still lollygags, just takes his time. I can see him now walking up through the woods. And I'm like, what? come on, get up here. So now I start jumping up and down, like waving my arms, like, come on, come on, come on. There's a picture. Do you see it on Facebook? He's sitting by my buck looking at it with his face like, what in the hell? Like, did she really just kill this? <laughs> so he got big buck down. And he's thinking, oh, she shot a little six. Exactly. Point. You know, her first buck. Yep. It's, you know, it's nothing. Right. Not a big deal. So there you are, little kid on Christmas, yeah. Christmas morning waiting for your his, dad to get out in the steps. Like, come he, on. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He walked up to that buck and he hit his knees and he was just like, oh, I have my arms out just so you you guys can't see me. He's like, oh, my God, honey. And I'm like, I know. So the background to this buck, though, there's the best part. We had seen this buck on cameras all season. And my neighbor actually, well, he's not really our neighbor, but we're lucky enough to have neighbors that own quite a bit of acreage right beside us, and they allow us to hunt on it. Well, she has a grandson, and he specifically stopped us and showed me a picture, both of us, and said, this is my buck. Do not shoot it. I'm like, oh, I'm shooting it. <laughs> it's on. I'm it's like, no I'm, I'm shooting buck it. It's till it's on the ground. Yeah. Exactly. So we kind of made a little bet. Whoever shot it had to pay the other person a hundred bucks. So I, Damn. I still owe Mikey a hundred bucks. So I never paid him. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. So uh, that's no. the, that was the best part when we pulled out the pictures and I realized what buck it was. I was like, oh my gosh. And it still gets me excited right now just thinking about it. Getting that mount back. I'm like, oh. So first buck ever. That's awesome. 11 point. Yeah. No idea what it scores. Eh, that's Husband, not important. That's, that's not what important. I, I don't even care. It is a monster of a buck, though. It's nice. It is a tanker, nice. man. It's got beautiful chocolate yep. coming up through the horns. It's, it's great. It was perfect. Beautiful. I just beautiful shot them all day, every day. Right? I'm actually mad you shot it. I would have shot it first. Well, that's what I'm hoping he got his seed <laughs> spilled around the... There you the go. Land. <laughs> he looks kind of old. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm hoping. Our, oh, the genes are out there. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. Our yeah. neighbor has a deer farm right beside us, and people are joking, like, you go over there and cut that chain link fence? I'm like, nope, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave a trail of apples right to my stand. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's so, funny. Yeah, so that's my, that's my first buck story. That's great. awesome. It's a good story, actually. So that kind of leads into, like, you kind of have your expectations of rifle season. Yeah. And you're, 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 you've been bow hunting with a crossbow. Yes. Kind of getting into it a little bit. Just now crossbow. You're with a compound now yep. this year. What are kind of your expectations? Oh, I don't want to wound. I, I hate that, but I, I expect that coming off. I expect to be very nervous. Um, 
honestly, my expectations are I just want to see something. I just want to, I need to get the experience of pulling my bow back and shooting in my stand and, mm-hmm. and getting ready. So that's pretty much, I mean, I don't expect to get a monster buck again for a long time. That's yeah, what that's people okay. say, you know. Hey, you never so, know. I know. I'm hoping. I'm yeah. Hey, hey part of it's good property. You know, yep. maybe you got a pretty good property, you guys. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You never know. It's everything's possible, but I will tell you the compound bow, you got to really practice. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So if you're not shooting yet, oh. get your butt out there. Oh, yeah. I've been shooting pretty much every night since we got it about two, Good. three weeks ago. My arm hurts. I'm up mm-hmm. to, you know, I think he started me out at 20 pounds, maybe 30. I don't know. I'm up to 40. That was the goal to get. Yeah. So I think I need to go up to at least 50, 55. I don't know. I think 45. 45 is the... Is that the minimum? Or is it 40? I think it's 35. 35. Oh, okay. okay, Good. Yeah. Yeah. And I got the, you know, I'm in a nice pattern. Now I just got to get the technique down, you Mm -hmm. know, the feet. So we're putting up the ladder stand sometime this week so we can get up in the ladder stand. Where's your safety harness? Absolutely. There you go. Every time. There you go. You don't understand my husband... He is like the safe, safest person in the world. Yet that man, you have to like, when he would go without me, now that I go with him, I think he realizes the importance. But when he would go without me, it's like, where is your damn harness? Mm-hmm. Get that effort on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, get it on. Where's your safety harness, man? Why? A lot so of people he, take that for granted, even though, you know, maybe they're just shooting their bow in the yard or something. They wouldn't think about right, putting it yeah. on, but... Oh, hey, no. you can fall just as easily from in the yard yeah. shooting your bow as you can when a, when a deer's coming in. Yeah. Complacency, man. Yeah. yeah. Now, and he may have had it on under his jacket, but still, it was like, I don't see it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that will be good, though. That's a good tip for new hunters. Uh, I have an elevated stand in my yard that uh, me and some of my buddies have been shooting from as well. And the nice thing is you get that experience from shooting yeah. from an elevated platform a little different it's what's also nice about that is there's usually a little bit of nerves because you're shooting in the air and you're so high up yep so that's almost like practicing from you know when a real life experience comes in because that's like you said you're gonna get real shook up whenever that deer comes in and i think what you'd also you know might want to do for a new hunter you might want to talk to your husband a lot about uh when to draw your bow that kind of thing because that's a very good idea that's a whole different world from whenever you're hunting with a crossbow or a rifle. You know, you don't need to make that movement where a deer might catch you right. as easily. Yeah. So definitely talk to him about, and I'm sure he he's has the experience. He's going to oh, be yeah. able to share you tons of, you know, different situations I or scenarios. Just asked him the other day, how do you stand up and get in position without... You know, right. because with a crossbow, you didn't, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You, and you have something to steady you, which makes it worse because you uh-huh. hear this, you know, you hear the bow <laughs> bouncing off the stand and it's like, ah, oh, stop shaking. Do you get so, the crazy legs? Oh yeah. <laughs> crazy legs, crazy arms, crazy fingers. <laughs> I shook so bad one time. I was telling myself, you need to stop shaking. The deer could see yeah. you. <laughs> We've all been through it, though. I mean, as a, as an early hunter, we've all been through it. So, I mean, I don't know. Have you you have anything in plan to kind of overcome the shakes whenever the moment comes up that you might be able to draw on a, on a deer? You know, I, I'm going to concentrate on breathing. I mean, I'm probably not going to remember, but I really think I'm going to concentrate on breathing and just making sure I pull back and I'm in a good stance. I mean, that's what we're working on right now. You know, my husband's constantly saying mm-hmm. your foot's out or you're, you know, you're moving your arms to get your bow back. Don't, 
I don't know what you want, wobbly arms. You know, you get yeah. tired, so you pull yeah. it this way, pull oh, it yeah. back. Yeah. And, gotcha. You know, he's like, you can't do that. So just, just yesterday, I can't even remember what he said to me. It was probably something very important. You know, and he's like, you can't do that. I'm like, see, these are the little things that you need to tell me that I don't know. He's like, well, that's why I'm sitting here critiquing you. I'm like, oh, good yeah. point. You yeah. know, that's a good point. And yeah, in archery, the form is key. Yeah, that's what he keeps telling me. Make sure you're using your peep sight, peephole, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, make sure you're using that. You know, what pin are you using? Find that spot on your face. So I'm proud to announce I have found that spot on my cheek. Your anchor point. Yes. Your yep. anchor point. Your I anchor have point found is crucial. my anchor point. Every time, same so, spot. Yep. I bury my hand in my ear. Yeah, so did, yeah. Bury it in there. I lock my thumb under my chin. Yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. a good idea, too. I play with my earlobe. Can't do yeah. my earlobe now, but... Yeah. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Well, I, I think breathing is, is crucial. You got any other um, advice? What, yeah. What? I would suggest also kind of uh, pep-talking yourself as the deer's coming in. Oh. What I like to do, I still do it. I talk to myself, and I, I, I tell myself the same thing I tell myself when I'm shooting in the yard. Okay, breathe, aim, find your point. Yeah. Deer's coming in. I'll even remind myself That's a of, mantra. Yeah, yeah. I'll remind myself of the yardage. Okay, it's coming in on this trail. It's going to be at 20 yards. Use your top pin. Stay in on the shot. Yeah. I'll probably stay. I'll probably say stay in on the shot 20 times to myself. I'll just keep going. Stay in on the yeah. shot. Hold the shot. Keep the pin there. You know, in, in just a slow, calm voice calm talking to yourself. yourself. Yeah. It really does calm you down. My luck, point. I'll be like, Angela, and I'll say it out loud. Like, Angie, <laughs> calm down. She'll <laughs> be like, I can hear you. <laughs> Or my husband will send me a text message. I can hear you. Put the white phone down. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's that's, crucial. uh, Speaking of yardage, though, another amateur thing when you're first starting out archery, not so much even rifle, but yardage. Being able to figure out how far away you are from an object or just and then getting in your stand and getting those points. So all you amateurs out there or those teaching you amateurs that don't forget to tell them that because it's like you get up in your stand, you're like, crap. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't mark my yardage. Or oh yeah, it's just learning what ten yards is. Is do you have a rangefinder? Yes. Good. Dropped it out of the stand. I play a, a little times. game with myself in the woods. <gasps> I do too. Sit there and and pick a tree or something and really try and guess what it is. Yeah. That twenty six yards and then range it. Yeah, I do that too. Just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. and it's I the best. give myself a sip of coffee if I'm right. There you go. Yeah, I <laughs> like that. A little reward Coke. system. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. one thing I was thinking real quick. I yeah. don't mean to cut everybody off. When you're practicing now, for the moment of truth, do some jumping jacks or something. Get your heart rate up. Oh, that is an excellent idea. Because your heart's going to be racing. Yeah. Get your heart rate up and try and shoot like that. You're going to be bobbing and everything else. Yeah, try that out first. My biggest thing right now is keeping my elbow bent and not straight out. So you're not whacking yourself with the string. Yeah, so that trick you do with your palm of your hand to get the bow because you can't hang on to anything or whatever that is there. Help me out. You're you're talking about holding it loose, not a tight grip. Yes, death grip. When you death grip it, what happens, and a new hunter that I was actually helping shoot bow for the first time, he was death gripping it. Yeah. And every time his arrow would shoot right. And I, I'm watching him shoot, and I'm, I can see the white of his fingertips. Oh, yeah. So I know he's death gripping it. Right. And when he was shooting, he would actually flex his arm in, and it would torque the bow. Ah. Mm-hmm. So yep. he was yep, torquing. Yep. That's why every every shot was going to the right. Yep. So that's definitely a good point of getting proper form. What they say to do is make like an L with your hand and then turn it mm-hmm. 45 degrees. 
basically. And what that does is that actually, when you yeah. when you flex your back muscles, it'll open up your arm. So you're not right. so you're not smacking your hand. So you're not in like this. See, if you're doing this, you're not using your back muscles. Yeah. When you flex your back muscles, it almost opens up your arm, and it gets that little L in your arm that way. Plus, you're using the strongest part of your hand. Right. I mean, right here lines up with your arm, your forearm, right there in your palm. That's the strongest point of... It helps you pull back, too. Yeah, it helps you pull back. Right. So yep. you're not holding it with your hand. You're right. actually using your back to shoot, which is why, like you were saying, when you're shooting and your back's getting sore... When you shoot, you use muscles that you never use other than shooting a bow. Can oh, yeah. I tell you, I pulled a neck muscle the first <laughs> time I shot my bow. I'm not kidding. I woke up the next morning and I was like, what the hell is going on with my neck? And then I realized what it was. I'm like, oh, my God. I pulled a muscle shooting my bow. I'm like, God, you are so out of shape. That's awesome. Gotta, it's okay, so man. I put those little hand weights in my living room. I told my husband I'm going to do some, some exercises to try and, like, use those muscles a little bit more to... Because I, I need to get up in poundage, so i got to do something. Yeah, yeah. just the more you can shoot out there. And don't get frustrated. That's another good tip of, for advice for new hunters. Don't get frustrated yeah. with your shooting. Remember, you're just building up your muscles. That's what we call it. All summer long, we shoot to build up our muscles. Yeah. Towards the last two weeks of season, if you're not still getting those groups, you I, still don't get frustrated. Every single shot is different. Oh, yeah. So if yeah, you make one bad shot, remember... Every single shot is different. One bad shot can compound into several bad shots if you let it get to you mentally. Yeah. So think, mm -hmm. every single shot, you want to go through the same kind of rotation that you do, the same, you know, whatever you want to call it, whatever your little thing is that you do. Right. You, know? you want to try to do the same thing every time. And say maybe you shoot and you know that you fell off to the left or you dropped your arm. Fix it the next time. Okay. Yeah. Stay in on the shot. I told uh, the one buddy of mine that's pretty new in archery also, I said, try to watch your arrow through your sight when you shoot. That's an excellent idea. Because that helps you keep the bow in place. And when he started doing that, he started shooting a lot better because he wasn't just, you know, what they call, I call it peeping. Yeah, you yeah. try and peek and see where you, it's going. Yeah, yeah. you're peeking. You're, you know, you're shooting and you're looking. You're yeah. trying to look. But if you try to follow that arrow through your sight circle, you'll be surprised how easy it is to really hold it on the shot. You don't have yeah. to peek. Yep. Peeking will definitely hurt you. Yeah. Right? I do it all the time when I shoot a deer, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was very frustrating when we were trying to get it sighted in. That's probably, that was, yeah. but, you know, just as my husband says, take your time. Everybody goes through this the first time. We just have yep. to figure it out. And yep. then once we got it dialed in and my neck muscle healed. <laughs> <laughs> and some people can shoot dots and some people can't. I yeah. have trouble shooting dots a lot of the time until I'm really built up those muscles where I can hold a real steady pin. Yeah. I can shoot the deer target and hit my arrow twice, but then I try to aim at a dot, and I'm like, ah, yep, damn it. I've been trying to hit the you damn know. price tag on the bag for like two weeks now. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get that son of a bitch. <laughs> it's fine. I dig it. I dig it. That is a fun way in, in aim small, miss small. You know, that's a huge key. Father-in-law used to say that all aim the time. Aim small, miss small. So yep. like you're saying, aim yep, at that price tag. Stand. You know, if you're mm -hmm. aiming at a price tag and you miss it, you might miss it by an inch or two. If you aim at the whole bag... And you miss it, you might miss by a foot. Right. Yep. You yeah. Know. So that's the same thing with good, deer. Good man. advice. Good advice. Mm -hmm. I'm liking it so far. I'm if you have it. a deer come in and he's standing there or she's standing there, whichever one you want to, I don't know. Whatever she identifies as. Whatever she identifies as. Exactly. I saw another buck today. Fell of a buck. No nuts. Really? 
another one. That's like the fifth one in two years I've seen. I just, just saw, saw one it on, on Facebook. Just saw one on, yeah, that's the same one I just saw. Yep. Oh, I'm going to have to check that out. 11 point yeah. dough. Dough. All 11 velvet. point dough. All velvet. Yep, it was a dough. Yep, early season this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy. They're, Absolutely crazy. I'm looking at you because I don't believe you. I'm <laughs> telling you. It's <laughs> like the fifth it. one I've seen in like two years so far. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. La- last year, one of the guys, was it last year he got it on the podcast, the working class bow hunter? Was it Doug? One of their friends, yeah. Well, somebody in their group, they, they killed a, a big hammer big doe. hammer doe. Yeah. It was what crazy. What causes that? Yeah. What? Testosterone I was just going to say testosterone, something. Something. Yeah, something in the. It's 2018. Breed. You can be yeah. whatever you want to be. So that deer decided it wanted to have antlers and be a buck. Yep. Oh, I mean, I guess it was probably pretty confusing for the other deer, so I mean, hopefully the offspring didn't <laughs> didn't could go you, far. Could you imagine a buck approaching a doe and yeah, looking at its antlers I mean. and like, posturing up, and the doe's yeah. like, I'm in hey heat, boy. what's up? Yeah. They're like, look at, look at these antlers. <laughs> <laughs> Just see it. Well, that oh, kind of leads me into a fun question. I like fun questions. Oh, so me too. I. And I haven't asked anybody this yet. <gasps> I like it. So, do you take a backpack in the woods or oh. a fanny pack or anything? I do. You do. Yes, I do. What's inside? Ooh, okay. So, <laughs> what is inside? Uh, a knife. Rule number one, always go prepared. It's my husband's rule. A knife, rangefinder, flashlight, always a flashlight. Never know what time you're going to get done or get in there. Mm-hmm. scariest thing. I am a girl. I will admit it. I am scared of the dark. That's like, okay. My husband still walks me to my stand in the morning. <laughs> I don't even, I'm not even scared of it to say it out loud. <laughs> Let's see. Gloves. Always got to have gloves. I'm not very mm-hmm. good at gutting a deer yet, but I'm getting there. It's okay. Um, extra pair of gloves, like for warmth. Doe call, buck bomb, trying it out, trying yeah. it out, you know, oh, trying yeah. new things. Scent killer stuff for the uh, shoes, you know, they have that. Actually, it's not scent killer, it's actually like doe, doe smell. It's in like almost like a deodorant roller. Oh, yeah, um, Evercall. Evercall? Yes, yes, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you, yes, yep. Oh, put yeah. that on our shoes. I have cats, we have animals, so we always try to put that on our shoes as soon as we get out of wherever we're going, if we're going to the garage. I hear walking. that stuff really works well, too. Wipe it on the yeah. trees, wipe yeah. it as I get going, yep. Wipe it up around my head because I'm sure I have smelly girl stuff. So, you know, <laughs> trying to wipe it everywhere. That's about it. Um, Pop tarts, but I'm not allowed to I take them I was going to say, anymore. you got any tree stand snacks in there? Yeah, but I'm not allowed to take them anymore. Apparently, uh, the damn wrapper's too loud. You, you take it out of the wrapper in the morning and put yeah. it in a Ziploc bag. Ooh, good idea. Not as... I just put it in my pocket bear. <laughs> crunch it all up. It's like trail mix. Yeah. Just wrap it up in a napkin. Yeah. <laughs> when, no when, noise. Oh, it's funny because when we first started hunting, you know, you don't have any apparel. I didn't have anything to wear. So the first year, my husband made me wear, you know, the bright orange marshmallow suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all orange, complete orange. You know, he's like, all have right. right in there. Yep, right. <laughs> but, I mean, I was warm, don't get me wrong, but it took us a while to find some boots. But. You know, we get going, he's like, all right, all you need to do is go find yourself some gloves. Go find some gloves. You can handle that, right? I'm like, yeah, I got this. And I go, and I, I find a pair of gloves. I, I like them, you know. They're white. 
we get, <laughs> we get, I can't, we get out into the woods, you know, and he's like, why the hell do you have white gloves on? I'm like, what? what? You told me to go find some gloves. So I'm in all orange wearing white gloves. He's like, what color is a deer's ass? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit. That's a very good point. Again, the little things are important, boys. Don't forget. As soon yep. as you said white gloves, I was like, oh, yep, no. Yep. Now I get it. Because if I saw white, I'd have been like, oh, I'm shooting that. Yeah. So I get it now. And I, I was kind of hoping you'd say they were sequenced. Yeah. <laughs> That's my first thought. I was no, thinking they're going to no. be purple. Yeah, no, 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 no. They were just plain Jane White. <laughs> well, you went oh. back. You touched it. You were in all orange. I actually don't mind being in all orange because when rifle season comes up, I want everybody you knowing know? where I'm at. Agreed. Head to toe orange. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care yep. about the deer seeing me. I'm yep. saying we used to push quite a bit. You know, our family, his family all lives on the hill where we do and I, I'd like to say it's for my safety, but I'm assuming he doesn't want me to go anymore. And again, I say it's for my safety because you get out there, you got 10 people doing a push. You got some guy standing in the corner of the road. Not that I don't, I like pushing, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's just, I don't find it the safest thing. I think it's for other safety, not mine. But yep. that way, he's like, don't shoot anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> tough. Suck. Pushes, pushes are tricky. One, I don't like doing pushes with like random people or anything. Yeah, I like to be with people I know, know, and we already have it set up. We actually game plan before going yeah. into it. You know, we'll we'll line people up one way and then push across them, right. so they're not shooting at the people yeah. pushing. They're shooting, you know, into it's hopefully a safe area. To... But man, uh, rifle season kind of scares me anymore. To be honest, I I like I like archery. Well, a lot you know, better. we're and that's funny because we're really not into rifle season much anymore. I, I mean, I think he really got into it for me, you know, because. But now that we're in archery, that's I, I kind of, I hope to be tagged out by rifles so I don't have to get up. Yeah, <laughs> it'll fall by the wayside slowly but yeah. surely. It'll happen. Like, archery just consumes cold. you. Yeah. It's a good consumption, though. It is. No, it is. It really is. Here's my one question for you. I haven't asked this either. Are you distracted at work? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) That's what's funny. (laughs) I didn't see that one coming. (laughs) You blindsided me. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this looks like a serious question. Nope. You brought the damn distraction question. It's like, okay, if I do not leave by 3 o'clock, I'm not getting out there. 3.30, I'm like, I still got time. I can do this. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, let's think. So I wanted to touch on something, actually. Um, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, let's see. Don't eat Pringles in the tree stand. They're real crunchy. Oh, yeah. We yeah. were talking about tree stand snacks. <laughs> yeah, but that's not snacks. what I wanted to get into. No, we can, we can shy away from that. I just was think. it smells? Women's smells? Yeah, that's it. Mm, yes. I control. Yes. It. Yeah. You mentioned mm-hmm. about uh, something with women. And I was thinking you've got to talk into maybe more of your scent control yeah. regimen. Because... I mean, you have a lot more hair than I do. you got to take care of it. What are you doing right now to kind of help for scent control? So in the very beginning, when when I first started Dartry Hunt, I really was into scent control. And I did, and I still do. I shouldn't say that. I still am. But I would wash my hair with the scent control shampoo. But it just doesn't turn out that right. And to be honest, I was talking to Wendy. And Wendy's Mm -hmm. the one that gave me a couple hints, you know, like pull your hip into a ponytail, put the hat on, spray the scent killer around it. And she's like, you know, they smell it. But so I try to watch how I have my hair done because you could put a bunch of mousse in there and make it crunchy. And then it really, you know, is smelly. So if I know that we're going to go hunting, I probably just try to leave it dry. don't use a lot of products. And then when we do go out, I get it wrapped up into a bun, put it in my hat. And I do. I mean, I, I, I spray scent killer in my hair. So half yeah. the time I go out, my ponytail is wet, 
but you know I'm like hey it can't hurt yeah so um, otherwise and you know when you come home from work that quick you have perfume on you know I mean again I try not to wear perfume that day but so when I get home I just if I have time to jump into the shower I will but I usually don't and I know where I put my perfume on my body yeah so I'm usually like scrubbing with some scent wash body wash all the way up to my elbows and then there you go. I, I'll rub a washcloth in my armpits and take off my deodorant and put on the no scent deodorant and yep. then it's just scent killer spray 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 get out do the final spray when we get out and out into the yard you know like i said we had animals so we make sure our boots are sprayed keep them in the airtight lock uh totes clothes in there this would be nice though i need a shed like this actually have a shed keep all my hunting clothes in. why am i not doing that <laughs> dude i'm telling there you, you. Go. it's yeah. a scent-free zone yeah. as long and as it's dry you know what's funny too though is shopping as a woman for for clo- hunting clothes very difficult around here and you, it's like you want to order stuff online but you don't know if it's going to fit right Yes, because look they, at the reviews. Yeah. Check out the reviews. They will help, but a lot of times those reviews are men. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of companies now that are coming out with women-specific clothing. I Scentlock did. does. I'll be honest. I got a nice Scentlock outfit last Scentlock. year for women. There yeah. you go. Scentlock has the, the woman's brand out now, and I'm looking at it, but they don't tell you anywhere that it's women's, to be honest and with you. they got a little it, pink. It's the Wild They're Heart. They're pink. Yeah, yeah. Wild Heart. That's wild what heart. it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, ooh, they have, that, they have the Wild Heart in my size. Is that women's? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at it because the other one they don't have. Yeah, Chuck, and I'm they, like, they don't make them like that, man. <laughs> I'm like, come on, I don't care about the pink. Just make it fit me. Yeah. You would funny. bend over the first time and tear the ass out of those pants. Oh, well, that's <laughs> what happens with the men's because women are shaped differently. Men have no ass women have asses so you get up into your stand nothing worse than your pants being too tight i'm telling you that will get you out of the tree stand fit a good fit is probably the most important part of staying warm 100 percent and comfortable and comfortable a good if you're comfortable you can stay out there longer especially those all-day sits if you're uncomfortable you want to leave every 10 minutes you got to talk yourself into staying yeah i'm gonna have to shoot with my with my camo on because i'd Never had to pull back. I'm going to have to make sure I can pull back in my coat. That's a good point, boys. See? We're doing good. Learning so much tonight. Uh I almost bought that. The reason I wanted to buy that damn hoodie was because they had the hoodie. If you buy the hoodie, it was on sale for $50. You got a free $20 hat. Oh. That was their Labor Day sale. Hats are another thing to hard to find for women. Yeah. I like like a beanie cap. Uh, He makes fun of me because it'll be 90 degrees and I'll be out there with a beanie Mm. cap on. The man's a psychopath. (laughs) He eats Nutty Buddies like a weirdo, and he wears a beanie in 95-degree weather. I think they're going to see the broom of my hat when I turn my head. You know, yeah. that's extra movement yeah, to me. Yeah, that's a me, good dude. point. You know, on a beanie cap, all there's, you know, maybe they'll see the rotation of my head, but they're not seeing this little thing right. flying through the air. I, I like a beanie cap in the blind. I, I like yeah. to be blacked out in the blind. So I do feel like that hat casts a shadow. If you're, you know, if that sun's just peeking in, but you think right. you're back just far enough, that brim's going to. Just reminded me of something else. Good tip for new hunters. Oh, what? I want to ask you a question. When a deer comes in, because you've archery hunted. Yeah. Do you look it in the eyes or not? Oh, no. If I try to sit back and look at the corner of my eye, I don't want to make eye contact with it. If I do, then you're frozen for, what, 15, 20 minutes until that sucker looks away? <laughs> yeah. We agree with you 100%. Okay. That is good practice. I do the All squint. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where you can just still see him. You but look you're... like the godfather. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> look at me. Because I don't want to take my eyes off the deer completely right? because you want to see how it's responding mm-hmm. to and, and how it's acting. 
but you i agree you do not want to make contact with a deer eye to eye because i feel like it's a predator thing if they're yeah. looking into an eye of something that they're not the sure white what of it your is, eyes and yeah they yeah. kind of feel like you may be a predator you know right. and that's just like a natural thing so i don't like to look right in the eyes of the deer isn't that the best feeling though that's what got me in the archery was like don't move you uh-huh. know like not being able to move and then seeing like pushing it you know i mean like all right if waiting I have for it, that perfect opportunity i got an itch on my nose am i gonna be able to do it without her seeing me <laughs> the worst is early season you come in and you got your bow in your hand you got your release clipped on the string and a mosquito lands on oh, your face yeah. and you're just like oh. <laughs> yeah yeah no, that's so speaking of blinds uh i hunt in a blind and a tree stand how about that so mm-hmm. uh my husband I don't know if we were on, if that was before when I first started. Yeah, my husband sat in a climber above me. That was on. Um, we don't do that anymore. I've moved to my own tree stand. He's, nice. he's very Sweet. proud of me. He's very proud of me. Got my first climber. No, I don't use a climber yet. Let's not go do overboard. <laughs> I got my first ladder stand last year. It's mine, all mine. Um, but anyways, in the blind last year, really funny story. So we do try to hunt together, whether it's in the same you know area or, or something. He's... 500 yards away from me or 50 yards whatever 500 yards that's a long way <laughs> so i'm in the blind in the corner of what we call the hidden cornfield and he's down at the other corner and he can see the top of my blind but i can't see him right so a freaking chipmunk climbed up in under my blind flipped out started, <laughs> we went postal we started bouncing off of the walls trying to get out the window and i had the screen up so i start screaming naturally right because that's what somebody a normal person would do <laughs> i start screaming and i have a little chair in my blind so now i'm standing on my chair and now the blind's lifting up so of course <laughs> i get a text message what the hell's going on what are you doing i jump out of the freaking window of the blind now trying to get away he was i think he had rabies so then I get a text message from my husband. I, you know, I write him back. I'm like, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. He's like, you're so lucky. I just undid my harness and was coming to see what you were doing. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It was a squirrel. There's just a squirrel. Again, amateur. Yeah. <laughs> you never had a squirrel or a chipmunk like, oh, attack you? Oh, I've yeah. Them, see? I've had them feet away from my face. Right? I mean, it's fun. I play with them now. Oh. I'll do the same thing. I'll squint so he can't see my eyes. And it gets in that limb and it starts coming out. And you can tell when they're just trying to figure you out. And I'll let it get as close as it possibly can. Unless they look like they're going to spring to jump on me. Yeah. And then I don't I, mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-mm. This sucker was springing and jumping. Yeah. Let me tell you, so they get, can jump. They'll get real close and then I'll go, boom. And I'll scare <laughs> them. And they literally, some, I've seen them jump out of the tree and run like hell. But usually they just like come out of their skin and then they scurry up yeah. the tree or down oh, yeah. the tree. And they'll sit 20 yards away and bark at you. Yeah, right. Yep. yep. But I do enjoy that. I, I mean, you got to have fun when you're up there too. Oh, but that's yeah. all part of it. That's all part of the experience of, yep. of archery hunting. You know, that squirrel awesome. that runs under your blind and starts bouncing off walls or, you know, is right next to you on the limb. The first time like a bird or something lands real close to you. I yeah, think that's always that cool too. that is cool too. Yeah. Because they have no clear Woodpecker. There. Yeah. Woodpecker hate woodpeckers but they're really loud and oh. they are loud although it does allow you to move a little bit you ever do that you ever time it with the <laughs> with a dog barking or something okay see these are my little tricks let me tell you guys my tricks <laughs> you always gotta time your movement with a noise or something else going on i can dig that yeah I can. yeah 
Because that takes the attention away from you. Right, exactly. You know, yeah, if a dog's yeah. barking in the yard 50 yards away, then, you know, you would think an animal that would be coming in would look towards that direction. Right. You know, that takes the focus off you. Exactly. So I agree. Exactly. But watch out for those deer that start to put their head down. Like, they're, they, they like see they you. Feed. But they're like, they put their head down like they're going to feed, and then they snap back up oh, and look yeah, at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're trying to catch you and move. Is what oh, yeah. It's sneaky. But if you wait them out and you're, you're still enough, you don't make any move. Once a deer figured you out, don't reach You're for done. your bow. Don't yeah. do anything. Let okay. just figure. Let them look through you, and eventually, if you don't move, they will eventually become comfortable. You'll see that little tail flicker, right? Yeah, and, and they'll just keep doing their business. And at that point, that's when you want to wait for them to get behind a tree or something. Still, because they're still going to be on yeah. edge, but yep. they've kind of written you off as a harm at that point. And they so. might do that five or six times. Oh yeah. yeah, I had to stare off for an hour with a doe, and it was like, all right, come on, sweetheart, either get close to me or move on, but. My husband says, never scare them away on purpose. It's like, mm-hmm. yep. I want the next one to come in. <laughs> Again, amateur. <laughs> and if she blows at you? Yeah. Oh, that was toast. amazing. She's going down. She's going down. <laughs> this was amazing, though. I had never heard or seen that until archery hunting. Like, seeing them doing that, and now you know what that, now I know what that noise is. It's, it's like, like oh, a weird man. dog bark. Yeah. 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 It's it's I would do it, but I don't. <laughs> I already spit on your mic enough. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Good, yeah. good, good. They will. I mean, they snort it. And what they're doing is they're basically trying to clear their nasal cavity mm-hmm. so they can pick up a scent. So what that means, they usually have either seen you or maybe caught a small whiff of you right. from downwind. And they're trying to pick you up. Yeah. So they're trying to clear out their nose. Plus, it's a warning sign to other deer. Yes, that's yeah big time because, you know, all of them are like, what'd she do? You know what noise they don't like? They'll do that blow at you, and then they're standing there, and all of a sudden they hear, thwack! (laughs) (laughs) They hate it. (laughs) They had me going. I was like, what? What noise? Oh, my God. It scared the shit out of me. That's the best noise in the woods for me is that thwack. I tried to time my husband's from his bow till when it hit the target. I was like, what? Okay, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear that like watermelon sound, it's like you just like you watermelon. crack the watermelon. Yeah. That is just the best sound in the world. You put it right in the <sighs> boiler room. Pretty pumped for it. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I'd like to hear something besides a bag. Yeah. And a deer <laughs> <Yeah>. target. <laughs> I like it. It'd be nice. Be no, good. I think you I mean, I think you'll have a good uh a good season this year. You're learning every year. So yeah. hey, what's so what's nice is you pick little things up as you go along, but I mean archer season's a constant learning process Uh, you know my husband says he's still learning because i you know i'm like teach me everything you know you know why didn't you tell me that and he's like i'm still learning i've been hunting for 30 some years and okay maybe not 30 something but 25 years and i'm still learning so be a sponge man it's always amazing yeah, you got to watch because a lot of people you might talk to outside of your inner circle might try to give you some tips that aren't the best. You yeah. know? I mean, take what we say with a grain of salt. We don't know everything. Yeah. I've <laughs> taken take... it like gold. Uh, well, okay, let me rephrase. <laughs> what we say is gold. Okay? Yeah, there you go. Everybody should listen to what we have to say. <laughs> but what we do doesn't work for everybody, is what I mean. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has their own little things that work for them. Yep. Right? So you got to find what works for you. That's pretty much yeah. it. You yeah. know? What is that? What was that? It's a very motorcycle? loud motorcycle. Yeah, okay. Probably. Yeah, we get a lot of that. Thanks, yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> my audio over Trying to here. record a podcast. <laughs> Don't you know the podcast light is on? <laughs> Recording. Um, so this year then, are you going to plan on hunting more from the tree stand? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I don't, well, you tell me, from a blind, uh, hunting with a crossbow is fairly easy. How about hunting with a bow, though? You get pulled back, get situated. How do you get your stance? How do you get You're your... You're kind of limited. You know, and that's what I'm just... The, the, the blind, again, was to learn. You know, mm-hmm. my husband put me in the blind to learn movements, watch, listen. And um, I never did get to shoot from the blind, though, so I am a little disappointed. But, um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go from the tree. Yeah, I think he's done excellent taking you in every perfect little Thank baby He'll step be happy to hear that. along the way, yeah. honestly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking as you're saying that, I'm like, wow. I did the same thing when I was a kid, you know, when I was just getting into archery. Right. I did exact same steps, you know, progressing I'm, along the way. Not to give marriage. Minus the killing a monster. And yeah. minus the crossbow <laughs> thing. You skip the crossbow thing. I didn't I think do the crossbow did too, thing so don't worry. Either, but, well, it wasn't um, legal, actually, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Couldn't hunt with a crossbow. Yeah, that's right. Well, actually, I, I probably could see could've why. That's freaking no, dangerous. No, kids weren't allowed back then doctors either. Doctors It's just doctor's because excuse. Because you blew out your shoulder or something. Yep, yeah, I'm thinking oh, of a different state. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. and, and not to give, like, marriage advice on your show, because we're going to turn it the other. You're do on the love news with Angela. No. Honestly, though, it has brought us so much closer. Like, I'm not even going to, like, I think I love him more by hunting with him. <laughs> like, so, ladies, if you want to spend more time with your husband, seriously, go hunting. I mean, you have yeah. fun. It's a different pact. Like, hunters have a total different yeah, relationship. Exactly. Like, you can learn to talk to somebody without speaking. I mean, it's hard for me. I'm still learning. But it's every time I think he's mad, he cracks a smile on his face. Like, all right, he's not mad at me. I, <laughs> I, I dropped my bow out of the stand for like a third time, but he ain't mad at me. You know, he's sending me text messages, quit moving. But he ain't mad. <laughs> Sends me a little heart emoji. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> Yeah, you can get away with a lot more when you're hunting yeah. you than know you what? can if, you know, maybe give them some chores to do or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what we got this year for my tree stand was one of those blind kits for in the tree. What, how do you feel about that? That's his honey-do list. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we got to put stands up still, too, so yeah. we got that kit. We're going to... Because I'm worried about my feet movement. I'm worried about getting situated and having her see me. Definitely hide some movement. Him. It, yeah. <laughs> but the only thing I, sometimes in good situations, it works really well. Like you said, it, it may hide some movement. Yeah. You just get, might want to kind of pick and the choose noise. which, no, which tree you put it in. Mm-hmm. That might have a lot of cover because oh. if you put it up in a wide open tree with a big old blind thing around you, you're going to stick out like yeah. a sore thumb because you're going to be a big blob. Another thing. Yep. Learning to what tree do you put a yeah. tree stand in? So many little details go into it. Crucial. It's like, I didn't even think about that. And, yeah. and not so much the safety of the tree, you know, but coverage, you know, yeah. being able to shoot but not being able to be seen, all that. It's mm-hmm. just, and some stands might yeah. be good in the early season, and then when the leaves right? fall, you're in the wide open, and you have to adjust. Yep. So don't be afraid. Another tip, don't be afraid to be mobile also. Oh, can I tell you? So, story. Yeah, just, story time. Story Do time. It. So, um, first season, we probably moved that blind with my crossbow probably six times why it never fails move it from one end of the field to the other they go to the other end you move <laughs> them where they are they go to the freaking other side and i'm sitting there like god bless what a, and then you want to pick it up literally and i'm like i want to pick it up and go across the field <laughs> like you you're know, a bush <laughs> yeah 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 you know what i want to get is one of those those bales of hay Oh, you always yeah. see them on hunting hunt Money shows. makes the bail blind. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to get one of those. I That's it. I'm getting one of those. <laughs> you can set that right out in the middle of the field. That's oh, the best right? part about yeah. it. Exactly. You can't just put a regular blind up in the middle of the right? field. Everything will look at I'm going like to put you wheels on it, too, so I can just move it. Be like, do, 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 do. <laughs> you don't see me. You don't see me. <laughs> They'll pick their head up. You'll stop. Yeah. 
put their head down. Yeah, so I I used to get worried about moving, but that's something I've learned. I mean, you got to move where they're going, you know, and that's you just, you get frustrated and you do it. But we have a, a, I'm sure as you guys do too, a vast variety of tree stands and plenty of them that we probably have, I don't know, six, seven stands up throughout the season. So like I said, we were lucky enough to have neighbors that have a whole bunch of acreage that allow us to, to hunt. Again, another amateur thing to not forget to tell him, where do you put a tree stand? Food? You know, what, what's there? For, why are they going to come there? Because that was my first thing. I'm like, well, right here's a trail. Why can't we just put a stand here? Right. Why? What are they going to go there for? It's like, yeah. oh, that's a good point, honey. I'm like, God, you're so smart. <laughs> How am I ever going to know all this stuff? You will. You'll learn. You'll, You'll learn. learn it, yeah. So we found a new apple orchard, and I'm like, score! Oh, early season? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's, it's not producing much fruit, but we we got a camera out. Even if it produces a little bit, that's yeah. still... Mm. Uh, water, corn, and yep. I'm not going to say where in case my neighbor that we I had the bet going I will tell you exactly <laughs> where it is. It is on yeah. the corner of New York and West Virginia, right on the panhandle. She's That's exactly where She's even closer to that corner yeah. than we are. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yep. That's where you are. Yeah. That's your spot. Yep. Nope. Nothing up there to see. Now I know where you hunt. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be there uh, to scout next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it, it is nice to have different stand locations because... You know, sometimes the first sit in each stand is your best because you haven't put your scent there. Right. It's it's kind of a it's more of a yeah it's a scent control thing. Yeah. You know, different times of the year though, like you said, some stands might be better than other based on the food. Right. You know, when you uh, get more advanced, you'll even look into like where the deer are bedding, and you'll work that bed to food pattern because early in the season, those deer just walk the same path almost consistently. That's the food bad food learning the patterns like yeah. and doing that I, just, my mind's blown i just <laughs> learned so much in the last two years like you know you would have talked to me five years ago i've been like yeah, i ain't archery hunting i don't my husband would say you know she don't have the patience to do it so ha joke's on you yeah i'm going with <laughs> you all the time you. now honey <laughs> you're never getting away from me <laughs> and, and don't be afraid to ask us what you think is a stupid question oh yeah, do you have no. any really? questions? <laughs> I've been asking them as we've been going along, right? We're getting up on time. Is there yeah. any ones that you, like, want to ask that you're, like, oh. they seem stupid to you or anything, but you just want to, like, you want to know? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure as soon as we get done, yeah, I'll be like, oh, I should have asked that. And now, I mean, I don't... Anything no. with sign that you don't know? Like, you, like you understand what a sign, is, like, a scrape is and oh, a rub okay. and all that good Learning stuff? Oh, okay, all that, too. Yep. yep. That's, see, Mom confused where they do it and why. You know, my husband's constantly looking up, well, there's nothing up there, so that can't be a scrape. Well, I don't get it. He's looking for a licking branch. Oh. What it is. Rubbing is his it, horns up there? Well, he'll rub his face, his glands. Yeah. Oh, okay. He'll leave oh, scent. He did tell Pre-orbital gland. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's why if it's a scrape, it's going to have a licking branch above it so they can leave scent on the branch, and then they leave scent on the ground. And they'll rub their legs together, and they'll pee down, and they'll okay. it'll rub on their torsal glands, inner digital glands yes. down there too. Ooh. See, he knows the words, but <laughs> I'm a scientist. Yeah, and it's it's a communication <laughs> thing. So that's a scrape, right? That's a scrape. A when they, rub. When they, they'll either they'll even rub their antlers on the ground. Okay. Sometimes you can yeah. see antler scrapes yeah. through it, but those will hit that too because it's like a communication thing. Right. Yep. They're leaving their scent there, and the deer can literally pick up Come that back scent and, find and know them. which yep. deer was there. So funny story, short story. The one after orchard we hunt in 
I haven't had much luck got my first doe there, but this little six point would not get out of there. I mean, so we stopped, you know, my husband said, we, we might as well just quit coming down here. He's got his scent all over the place. He, you know, he ain't leaving. So th- that's a good question. Do you, is that a, you move out of that spot because he's not legal and you just leave him? Or do you think another buck's going to come in and try and push him out? Well, so many thoughts. You want to handle that one? Yeah. See that thing. <laughs> There's a lot of different things that could happen. It depends. If there's does there, lots of doe traffic. You're gonna have bucks come in and push them out of there. But okay. if it's just, if it's really just him and there's not a whole lot of does and stuff, in my opinion, they're probably gonna leave him alone because they're probably in a better area. Yeah. Than he is. He's getting the less. He's getting the second choice. Areas. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because the big guys have pushed him out. Correct. And also, the younger deer will make most of your sign. Mm-hmm. The young deer, like the little four points oh, and the spikes, they're trying to figure yep. things out. Yeah. So they'll be the first ones to make the rubs, the first ones to make the scrapes, because they're just trying to figure things out. They don't understand what's yeah. happening to them yet. So they'll they'll do a lot more of the sign than than a bigger deer will. Yep. But what you're saying is is also can be possible where a smaller deer might be hitting that scrape and leaving his scent there. Right. And then what typically that means is they might be bedded closer to that scrape than the big buck is because the okay. big buck will have the better bedding area than yeah. the little the little bucks. The little bucks will bed basically outside of the big bucks because the big bucks are in the foolproof like, spot where you're not killing them. It's like a satellite yeah, bed. Why? How do you get them moving? Well, get that's closer the tough to the part. bed. You got to get close. Buck bomb. <laughs> buck bomb. I killed my deer last year. I did use the buck bomb. Did you? I'm not that, lie. That's the second question. You guys use buck bomb. What? How do you? My, and we're new. So Even my husband says he doesn't. He's never really used it. Seems like every time I go to squirt it, one comes. I I'm use like, the doe estrus buck bomb. But oh. what I did, I took the doe estrus, and I had my decoy out. I told you about. It. I shot my I buck over that decoy. We talked about this we before. Remember, I wanted to start hunting with a decoy. Yep. yep. We, I forgot we talked about that. You made a believer out of me last year. Yeah. yeah my husband. I'm. I'm I, we're gonna have so, to talk. To the, him. Right year, right. the right time of year, though. It has to be the right time of year. Yep. So you sprayed it on so, on the decoy, right? No. Oh, I'm, I'm stealing. What I did was I actually set up like I set up kind of I don't know like a scenario. I oh. took the dough urine. And I started all the way back in the corner where I saw the buck come out the first time the night before. And I sprayed it down and I sprayed it up the trees. Also okay. because when you spray it up the tree, that's that wind will hit it and carry that scent farther ah, than the scent point. on the ground. Yep, yep, and I literally you. made a trail from the corner of that pasture all the way up. And every time I passed the tree, I'd spray the tree. Yeah. And I just kept going up, spraying it the whole way up, sprayed the tree, sprayed it almost all the way up to where my buck decoy was and then i aimed the buck decoy down the urine trail that i sprayed so it was almost like he was going to pick up the scent but what was nice about that is if a buck come out of that corner he would smell it or in those woods say he would smell the scent of the the doe and my thought process was he would start coming into the scent of the doe and then see my decoy now did you fit Facing, face facing, or ass facing? I actually usually aim them in a 45 degree. Ah, smart, smart. Most people aim the buck decoys towards them because they say that the buck decoy is always going to come in from the front. They do a J-hook. Yeah, I got It's bullshit, first off, because my buck actually came in and was going to mount my buck (gasps) decoy from behind. Did you spray some of it on your... I may have. That's awesome. (laughs) I would have. I would have sprayed the shit out of her. I'd been like... Yeah. Right there so. in the little coochie. <laughs> but I've never sprayed it from my actual stand. You can do that, too, yeah, to kind of get the scent going. But 
what I did is I instead of doing that, I sprayed it up the trees, like six, seven foot up the yeah. trees, so you would get the scent that would carry farther down. I wanted the scent to cover this, go into the swamp where the bucks Got, right where the air's going, right? Yeah. So yeah. I kind of made it down. The scent would go downwind into the swamping area where I thought the bucks were bedding. And I brought it all the way back up to where my buck decoy was, and I aimed them 45 degrees away from me. See that? It's, that's so, you. which uh, most experts say you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to aim them towards you. I don't know what your guys' opinion is on that. My I buck came try in, it. and he literally came in, and he was posturing up, and he was coming in behind my buck, and he was going to show his dominance. He was going to mount that deer and show his dominance, that's, and he was 15 yards quartering away, perfect. That's how I've seen. It. I mean, and again, remember, I haven't. Is it, second year third year into it i have rarely seen deer in that type of action because mm -hmm. i'm always rifle hunting yeah right that was my first time seeing a buck come up behind a doe like that so i agree with you 100 percent. i mean i've seen it on hunting shows but that's different when you see it in real you're like that is fun like <laughs> when they start chasing it when they start chasing the doe and stuff yeah. i'm just like oh, this also is another tip if you're going to use a decoy make sure you put that decoy probably 10 yards closer than your max distance you want to shoot mm -hmm. uh -huh. so i'm comfortable i mean i'm more comfortable but i'm mostly comfortable about 30 yards and in so i put mine about anywhere between 18 and 20, 20. yards so because that deer will like he said he'll j-hook around sometimes yeah and he'll posture up and he'll circle around that buck decoy and that's why if he comes just around it you hope he's only you know 10 Got to 15 it. yards farther than your decoy yep. i miss our lunchtime talk chuck <laughs> i really do that's, I, I forgot i totally for i went home after you told me about that i told my husband i'm like we're using a decoy he's like no we're not we don't have time no, for that not. it's too late in the season we're not Benjamin, we're using a decoy this year. <laughs> Check it out, man. Yeah, Mine was November 8th was yeah. when I killed that buck. Oh, yeah, wow. It was uh, Wednesday, last week of the season. And you want to use decoys probably later, as late as possible in the season, because our, our rut usually comes in a little late. Yeah. Yep. You know, the chasing phases, you can use a mm -hmm. doe decoy earlier, like late October, early November, if you want. The problem with that is if you're trying to still kill doe, yeah. Doe don't like decoys. They don't. They no? know the doe herd pretty much knows every deer on that property. Mm -hmm. So when you make another doe decoy, they know that's Something. something's up. Tail up. But if you put a little buck decoy on, they don't know every buck in the area because there's a lot of bucks that travel in and out right. during the rut. Yep. So that's why you got to be really careful using yeah. a doe decoy. Also, I yeah. I I I did spray our <laughs> uh, target down with. I was gonna take it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, it was a buck decoy though, or that wasn't a decoy. It was a damn target. Yeah, I, was, I sprayed it down. I was ready, and he's like, "Nah, you ain't taking that." I'm like, "Can I just take the take the head? I'll put the head up in my in my blind with me." <laughs> See, and that's another thing. It's so amusing when you hunt with yeah. two people. They have these ridiculous ideas. You gotta watch though. Oh. They make those dang targets like these giant bucks, and you don't want to put a giant buck well, out there because you'll scare everything away. Lesson five hundred and sixty-seven of hunting amateur style. Do not put dough urine on your boots or on your anywhere did not realize that that if you do that you something could come up behind you oh yeah i mean again amateur you know because i'm thinking i'll spray some dough urine on my boots bad idea bad bueno, man bad idea i don't like to spray any scent on me myself yeah at that's all my husband i want to be i don't even like whole... the fresh earth scent because See? that's not it doesn't smell oh, natural that shit stinks terrible it's horrible it's like bunch of i can't even say but it just goes to show you though when you're an amateur how much stuff you guys know that you don't you got to share you know it's like i'm looking at he's looking at me like i'm an idiot i'm like what he's like don't 
what are you doing? I'm like, he's like, do you want to get raped by a bear? I'm like, not, not particularly, but I mean. It wasn't my first choice. Yeah. I was thinking a big buck, you know. Hey, oh, buddy, what are, you, what are you doing tonight, big buck? <laughs> so, again, learning, can learning lessons. So, oh. I can dig it. All right, well, Ange, we really appreciate you coming in. Oh, thank you. This is Huge so much thanks. fun. No, uh, I, I hope, hope you did have fun. Oh yeah, I hope you traveled in quite a ways to come. Your mini series as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even announce that. You didn't. No. We're doing a new hunter mini series. Yes. Jeez. This is the first episode of maybe three or four that we're going to do. We're going to do a nice little mini series with new hunters leading up into the season. Try to get their perspective on what they're feeling going into the season. I don't know if we even talked about that. What, how are you feeling going into the oh season? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I got my first year using a compound bow. Yeah. You, I'm ex- I just want to carry the damn thing to the tree stand. That yep. You know, again, learning. I, I got a new pulley to pull it up into yep. my stand. I'm so excited about that. It was the best $4 I've ever spent. Sweet. <laughs> so It's a lot lighter, besides, too. Besides, I told you about, so I'll tell everybody real quick, my boots had mold on them. I got to finally, again, as a woman, it is hard to find hunting apparel. Finally found the perfect pair of women's hunting boots. Fit perfectly. Well, except, anyways, they get to wear them in. A little bit of blisters happen. But oh, yeah found them in my basement covered in mold from this hot weather so guess what i had to spray on them here's a question i had to spray bleach on them can i wear them again you think yeah Carefully. i mean they've been sitting outside um, for three days two days now i'd i'd try and rinse them really good that leather is going to hold some yeah. stuff, but maybe uh the leather holds a lot of stuff i'm trying to think because maybe mink oil them or something yeah that's a good idea maybe so mink oil. i would definitely continuously scrub them um, spray them down, really soak them in with the descended yeah. spray. Like, really yeah. soak them down with yeah, that. Yeah, let it dry. And it, like you said, leave them outside. I, I don't know, I guess in the rain and everything even, too, to kind of just try yeah, to get that scent. I, it's tough with leather. Yeah. yeah. Leather's know. tough Does to hold? work Does with. It doesn't not hold. Well, and again, I'd love to find a non-leather pair of boots. So, hey, you need to find a sponsor that does women's clothing. I'll speak for them. I'll have a model for them. I mean... I don't know if they really want that, but I'll do, I'll be a foot model. (laughs) (laughs) Lacrosse. Lacrosse. Hint, hint. We need new rubber boots. Yes, Uh, yes. Or uh, Wolverine. Yeah. Those are the kind I have. I really like them. (laughs) I dig it. Wolverine makes a good boot. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. I'm. No, absolutely. Thank you. I want to come back after this season. Listen. That's going to happen. Get a deer. Yeah. With your compound. Yep. That's, Come back on. Those are my expectations. Open invitation. You know? I think it's just this season. You'll Even have if you a just have like a about. good experience this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. It's tough because you want you want to be good at everything you do. So that's part of the battle too, because you're, nobody's good when they first go out. You know, right. every. So my first shot with well, only with that crossbow, and I wounded that doe, and we chased her down for probably half a mile, and then found her laying at the bottom of a ravine and a creek. We literally were. 20 feet from her and and left the spot because we're like oh we got to go back to the house she's you know we got to let her let her go after a mile of chasing her and then came back i'm like oh my god she's right there which is <laughs> she's been laying there the whole time i was sitting there singing whistling you know so then when you walk up on her and she's not down you're like oh my god i made a terrible shot i'm just kicking myself the whole time and god bless my husband he's so nice and calm and it's like everybody does it you just you know that we found her don't worry we're gonna get her da da da, da but then going up for that second shot and that's a whole other story but mm-hmm. let's put it this way long story short did i tell you this story oh i i 
I had to sneak down to get her. My husband's like, nah, she's going to die. She's going to die. Let, leave her. She Look, she's dying. I'm like, I can't. I can't do it. And then when I saw the ticks all over my body, I'm like, I got to go. I'm getting her. <laughs> so, you know, I like army crawl down there and try to be all sneak. She sees me. He comes down for the other side to try and spook her out. I take the shot, miss. Actually, I think I get her in like the leg or something. She falls into the creek and dies because she, her lungs filled up with water. I'm uh, like, son of a... Oh, I'm like, hey, guess what? It works both ways. That was her. the fangle tooth. Oh, yeah. Part. Yeah, yeah. That, that was thing a fangle was goofy. Tooth. Yeah, one... What was that? Like a hoof? Yeah. One, one hoof one fangle. Hoof was like long... Yeah, it was... You know, the, like it was missing, but it wasn't like it chopped off or anything. Like it literally grew that way it was it was, so it was a weird. deformed yeah hove. yeah it was gross it was, it was weird. weird but so that feeling of getting her though oh it's like thank god yeah so if i have that experience again that's okay though because it's still learning it, it happens you try to do everything you can to minimize that possibility that's uh, you know one thing we, we talk about a lot with new hunters is taking the ethical shot yep. yes do not take a bad shot even if it means letting a deer walk Yep. You will feel better about letting a deer go because you didn't have the right opportunity to shoot it, especially with a bow, than you will if you wound that animal and never yeah. find it. Because that is the most gut-wrenching, terrible, pit-of-your-stomach feeling is. My, you know, in aim, the whole world. Aim small. You know, small, same thing. Small. Pick a spot, especially if you see a buck. Wow. Now, a buck with a I'm rifle. I'm shaking. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. I see a buck. <laughs> a buck with a rifle is one thing. When he starts closing in from yeah. 100 yards, feeding, and you got a bow in your hand, you start shaking, and he's oh. still half an hour away because he's yeah, going to take right? his good old okay. time getting in. One thing I will tell you: just don't look at his antler. Once you know it's a deer you want to shoot and it's legal. Take your eyes off those antlers, no matter what you mm, have to do. Don't yep. worry about how big it is. Do not look at the antlers. Because if you st- sit there and stare at the antlers the yeah. whole way in, you're just going to work yourself up too much. So you want to, you want to, like you said, look away, go through your breathing, go through your yeah. little mantra, talk to yourself. You know, it's no big deal. I'm just going to, you know, make sure I stay on a shot, make a good ethical shot. You know, That's preach. So, My husband, same thing. Don't <laughs> yeah. take a bad shot. Don't take a bad shot. That's probably the last thing he says to me. Don't take a bad shot. Yeah, I've so. passed up on several deer over the last few years. That you know, maybe when I was younger, I would take a dumb shot and you know probably miss. But I've just I got to the point where I have literally let deer walk because I'm like I don't feel comfortable. I say I probably let so many deer pass last year with that ethical thought in my head yeah. with him chirping in my yeah. ear not really being there don't take a bad shot and then i get out and he says to me why did you take that shot i'm like it wasn't good and he's like hey no wait if you're comfortable you got to be comfortable don't take it if you're yeah. not comfortable couldn't agree more but yep. it's seriously like a heart pounding watch and it's like oh i'm gonna shoot no i can't shoot i want to shoot no i can't shoot <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna do it <laughs> i'm gonna do it and then i don't do it <laughs> well that's a perfect way to wrap this yeah, up i think great. um you know, be ethical as much as possible. That's what makes us, you know, a successful bow hunting family. Part of the learning, too. Amateurs, remember, teach them ethical shots only. Yep. Yep. And knowing what an ethical shot is. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, study, study the body of an animal. Deer anatomy. The deer anatomy is crucial. Knowing <laughs> and, and really making sure that that deer's broadside, you know, not quartering too yeah. much, you know, so... All right, Austin, let's wrap this thing up. Thanks again, Angela. Hey, I really welcome. appreciate you coming Thank in. Thank you. Um, we had a blast. I so. had fun, too. You're awesome. Oh, hey, thanks, It was Austin. good. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time. Well, if anybody out there would like to do us a favor, head on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. If you're feeling really, really crazy, you can write a little uh, write a little review with it. 
That'd be cool, too. Let us know how you like it, you know? Anybody out there that likes the show, they can also come and find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. If you would like to send us any feedback, whether you like the show or not, hit us up on the Whitetail Distraction Podcast at gmail.com. And we still have the hat giveaway going on right now. Yep. Um, we're going to extend it into this episode as well. So either this episode or the last one, if you like our page on Facebook, you have to go on there and actually like our page. And then like our post of the episode, either this one or episode eight, and share it. So you need to like and share the episode that we post on Facebook or Instagram. And then like our page on Facebook or Instagram. It'll enter you in to win a free hat from the White Distraction Podcast. I'm wearing the white and gray. Ooh. Austin's got the green and oh, tan. Oh, I'm winning that hat. Uh huh. I like that. They're sharp hats. We got like new that. ones coming out. The yeah. next batch are going to be more of the white and gray. And we also have a camo coming out with mm. uh, brown back mesh. And it's either going to do. We're going to do. Extra. Yeah, it's real tree extra on the front. <clears throat> nice. Brown on the back. We're going to do an emblem. And we're going to do six in orange and six in a like a dark green so you can wear them in stand mm-hmm. hunting. And plenty of the gray and whites. And there's going to be more gray and whites. So if you're, if you're interested in a hat, hit us up. $20 for a hat. And uh, that helps us. That supports us to help us pay for some more equipment and just kind of keep this thing running. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So. Can I just tell you real quick, my legs are bit up so bad from sitting in here. This fan, <laughs> really? this fan literally just takes all the mosquitoes and shoots them right at me. Oh, so, no. Sacrifice. I told you to tell me about the mosquitoes when we closed the door. Oh, no. I got bit a couple times. Uh, <laughs> but it's hoping, so hot in here. I know. I was hoping you are going to be like, Ange, why are you so fidgety? I'm just scratching. <laughs> it's like an addiction right now. Okay, Might sorry. Have, that's okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. I do. It's 4 million degrees in here. We had to have the fan running. We the had rack to have shack's the, hot. Yeah, yeah, the door's open. That's what we, we should have talked about bug control while hunting, but next Ooh, episode. Thermocells. Yeah, okay, next episode. Thermocells. Good advice after we end this one. Yeah, so. that's mm. good. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, part two coming soon. Part two coming soon. (laughs) All right, thanks, Ange. We appreciate it. Thanks to everyone out there listening. Um, One shout-out, actually, to a fan of ours that is always sharing our stuff, big-time listener, really likes the podcast, Jimmy Strickler. He's out there, good friend of mine. Um, I want to give him a little shout-out because I know he listens on his way to work, and you know he said it's one of the best parts of his day whenever he's traveling to and from work. So. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's he's constantly tagging new people and sharing. So, thanks awesome. man. Thanks man.